If you work at trade shows and events and you want to save money, you need to listen to this episode and I will tell you why in a minute. Uh, if you've got a venue and you've got a nice space and you want to have an event, like a business meeting or something for up to 30 people, I've got the solution for that. So much to talk about in this week's episode, including we've got a magic story that I couldn't decide which one to go for, so I put it out to the general public. Now, when I say the general public, I mean my Instagram followers. So if you're not following me on Instagram, you're missing all the fun stuff. Uh, pause this, go to Instagram, search for Magic Man London, all one word, click follow, and then you'll be able to see what I'm up to. Uh, that's the platform I use the most. God, I'm in a good mood today. Now, before I get on to the main plethora of stuff we've got to cover in this week's podcast, uh, going back to the magic story, we have a new jingle. So I was speaking to somebody uh, from a printer, slight memory blank. I'm, I know his name's Ashley, can't remember the name of the company because it's not written on my whiteboard. And as everyone knows, when you push record, everything that's not written down goes out your brain. Um, what was I saying? <laughs> it was all going so well. Uh, yeah, anyway, we've, oh, he was talking about the jingle. Uh, at the beginning of the podcast. Not the one that's spoken, the kind of the other one. Uh, and he likes whistling it, it's that catchy. There's a new one for Magic Stories, which is coming up at the end. Uh, this week's Magic Story is all about, well, you have to wait and find out. There you go. Oh, I want to listen to it now and I haven't even recorded it yet. We'll get there. Um, God, we're nearly two minutes in and I haven't said hi yet. Uh, <laughs> How is everyone? How are you? How's your week been? I know we've all, if you work in the events industry, we've all had that up and down week with the lovely news that's been delivered by the government. But we are resilient. We will get through this. Uh, and as somebody on LinkedIn put the other day, or this morning, uh, oh, what was it? Hang on, one second, let me look it up. So, found it. It's from a chap called Adam Sternberg, who owns Sternberg Clark, one of the big events companies, so he knows what he's talking about, and he said this, the one thing that this dreadful virus does not tarnish is our reputation. So for everyone who has lost their job or whose companies are in difficulty, remember your reputation remains intact. And with it, post-virus, you will get the job you want and the clients will give you the work to rebuild your company. Um, which I thought was really nice to kind of, with someone in his position to put that. So, uh, blimey, that's uh, enough of an intro, probably the longest intro I've ever done. So, here comes the jingle that you all know and love, and I will see you in a minute for episode 15. Welcome to Magic Talks, hosted by Magic Man London. Magic Talks, Magic Man London. So, how many of you whistled along to the jingle? <laughs> I'd never really thought of it, but now I've got it into my head, I'm probably going to start doing it myself. So, I'm going to split this into two little segments, and I'll put a little jingle in the middle. Uh, I'll tell you what I might do, I might put the story in the middle, and spice it up. So for those of you 
that normally skip to the end for the story, if you skip to the end, uh, I'm sure there's one of you, it might not be there, but now I've said that, we'll wait and see. <gasps> there you go. So we are going to kick off with trade shows and how having me on your stand at a trade show can actually save you money. Now you're listening. Here we go. Uh, how many times have you been to a trade show, either in this country, uh, abroad, and you've seen people sitting down at a stand and it looks like they've lost the will to live. Now this isn't on day two or three, this is day one, it's like, oh. Or you've got a great product, but you're not salespeople. How do you grab someone's attention? Or, for example, if you've got a health and safety company, that's quite hard to make glamorous. But if people stop and you ask them questions about the business, the amount of times that someone goes, oh, I didn't know I needed that. And that's what I'm there for, to kind of filter the people that you want. So I've got it all written down so I don't forget. And if you've worked at trade shows, you'll know exactly who I'm talking about. One thing I can do when I stop people at your stand is filter out the sort of person they are. So there are three types of people. Uh, there's the first person who knows exactly what they want. They come up. Um, they've either spoken to you on the phone and you've given them the stand number or something like that and it's like, this is the project, this is what we need, can you help? Tick. Done. Uh, and they're great, you don't really need me there for that because it's, it's just a fast track basically. Uh, you've then got those lovely group of people who you can spot a mile off because they've got all the big bags, who come up, have no idea what you're selling. They just want the freebies that are on your stand, whether it be the water bottle, the notebooks, whatever. Um, it's normally the... Oh, and there's a fourth one, which we'll come to in a minute. Uh, and then you've got the people that come up and go, we've got this event, not sure if we need you or not. When's the event? And they give you a date. It's like, perfect. You've then got the last group of people, well, the main group of people, who come up and go, we've got this event that we're planning for, when is it? And they give you a date like three years in the future. They wouldn't get to speak to you, business card, they can give you a buzz near the time. Uh, don't forget the students as well. They always come up and it's like, oh, we want experience and this and that. And it's like, you don't do that at a trade show. Naughty people. <laughs> uh, if you can think of anyone else who would fit into a category that I've missed out, please let me know. Uh, I have done so many that I think that's kind of falls enough. I'm sure you probably make up a few more, but then you just kind of just know. Uh, so what can I bring to your stand and how can I save you money? So the amount of stands I see that have water bottles, notebooks, all sorts of stuff they give away, even if kind of people don't, oh, how do you explain it? They think by giving away a notebook or something branded that they'll get business. Most of the time you won't, it'll just sit on your desk. It's like I'm looking around my office now and I've got loads of freebies. Some of the companies kind of, I don't really use and I won't mention them because then that's advertising. But in the current climate, once all this COVID and everything is over, if you're listening to this years in the future, no, you'll still know what COVID is. Um, but I've got branded water bottles and coffee cups. They're brilliant because they go everywhere and it's, a little message. Uh, but I can personalise my magic to your brand. So whether you're selling 
uh, first aid, printing, alcohol, software, basically anything. There was one company which I didn't end up working for that makes snow and everything for films. Um, I hope they're still going. I will check them out. So yeah, if you've got a hard product, I can try and work my magic in around it. I do need a bit of notification, but notification? I do need a bit of time before all of that. Can't just book me like a month before and go, oh, by the way, this is our product, can you use it? Uh, one company had an amazing, uh, it was like a software that went on your TV. So I got somebody to like choose a card and we put that card inside the TV. Um, and then you could add extra bits to the TV. So when you open up the back of the TV, their card was in there. Uh, and that's stuff people remember. And more importantly, it brings people and let me just cross that off before I forget. Um, what was it? It grabs people's attention. Uh, I think I've already said it. it's memorable. But more importantly, when people are walking past and I grab their attention, if they like the product and we get them interested in everything, will they then go away and get talking to other people? You can, they will bring people to your stand. It's like, oh, you've got to come and see the magician. And it's like, now, this brings me into a little story, and I think the story is important because it shows when you book a magician for your stand, you are not booking somebody to stand on, stand there doing magic for people and looking pretty. We are not there to promote ourselves. So much so. Uh, last year, I was doing the event, not the event production show. I think it was the media product. There was the PA show, International Conflicts, and media production show or something like that and where our stand was, or stand I was on was the carpet changed colour and it was brilliant um, I was hoping we'd do it again this year but for obvious reasons that hasn't happened and whenever people came over to our side it's like um, welcome to the other side and then when they went back the other way if I'd missed them it's like oh don't go to the dark side because the colour the carpet went from like a light colour to purple. I think it was blue to purple or something. Um, so some lines are basically written for you when you see the stand. Um, so yeah, send money on giveaways that people just don't really use that much. Or they do, but they don't bother calling you. Put me on the stand. Uh, it's also great for social media. We'll come back to the story. I haven't forgotten. I have, but I'll come back to it. Um, all the, oh my God, what's happening today? Where was I? Oh yes, hang breathe. <laughs> Here we go. So when you're at these big shows like Confex or whatever, everyone's on social media. So I can push your stand. Uh, which brings me on to the other story. When I was at media production, somebody came up and went, have you seen the magician on the other stand? And it's like, no, it was miles down the other end because everyone knows how big Excel is. Um, I was like, oh, he's great. He's doing, he's floating wedding rings. He's doing this, he's doing that. And it's like, okay, one question. The stand he's on, what are they selling? I said, like, what? I said, the stand he's on, like getting your attention, what are they selling? I don't know, but the magic's good. I went, in which case he's failed. And if he's listened to this, he'll know who he is. And it's like, you are not there to do magic. You're there to promote the company you're working for. They're paying you nicely for it. It's not a self-promotion for you. There's other places to do that. Um, 
and then we have the site Twitter War. So if you go onto Twitter and search for me, so that's Magic Man London, and you search for the International Convex, uh, you will see what I'm on about. I presume it's on there. Um, yeah, if you can get photos of your stand on social media, it gets people there. Not for giveaways or anything, but just kind of the more people that see you, the better. Uh, what else have we got to talk about? Oh, this is... This is an interesting one. And it's one that I've never really... How do I how do I phrase this nicely? Or maybe I maybe I'll just take that little bit out. So when you find out how much I charge for a trade show, you might go, that's far too expensive. And there are magicians out there that will guarantee you sales. Sorry, it can't be done. And they'll give you their money back. Like, well first of all, what happens if it's a quiet show? That's not our fault. Um but to guarantee bookings, like people coming back, no. How much do you want to make from the show? All of a sudden, what I charge isn't that bad. Uh, and I worked it out a while ago. What I charge per day is a lot cheaper than if you were booking me for an event for like two hours. Um, but prices can be slightly flexible. When I say flexible, there's different packages. So there's a gold, silver, and a bronze. It depends what you want. For example, there's, there's also a platinum one, which I think I've had one person take. And that's magic that is fully customised to your brand. It's like you get packs of cards. Everything is done for your brand. And that's expensive. But the company I did it for could afford it. And, every, and the stand was busy. Um, and it was a small stand. I remember that. There were four people on it. So not tiny not one of those little box ones but small enough for a big company and the money they save by not having a huge stand I, I was a much cheaper option i mean look if you have a massive stand there's gonna be far too many people there is no way you can filter out who you need have a small stand we can keep them moving we can also make them come back if they want to there are so many different options so, if you're planning a trade show for next year or the year after, so that's 2021, 20, 22, drop me a line. Uh, we'll have a chat. I'll go through all the different options and I will make it as easy as possible for you to book me. There you go. How does that sound? Um, bear with me one minute. So, one other thing I've got on my noteboard that I crossed out, but I can still see, luckily, because it was all grouped in one. If you have giveaways, people have to come to your stand to see them. And I was doing a trade show in Palmer for a software company, so it was an app you had to download. Uh, and I said to him, who do you want me to stop? And he went, I want everyone to have the app because it's the app of the show as well. It's like, cool. Uh, and I had certain ways of getting people to download it catchy lines I came up with so one of the lines was I showed them a trick and it's like here's a trick you can do get your phone out and I got them to download the app that way and it's quite a nice way and then I passed them on because he wanted to talk to everyone whereas when you're doing like a first aid one or something it's like we need people who work in offices and blah 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 it's like perfect 
So I sit down and I find out what you want. A, a giveaway can't do that. I can also move. So the one in Palmer, it was quiet because there was a big talk going on and then it was a nice day. So everyone went up to the roof to enjoy the views. And it was a lovely view of the beach and everything. So I said to the chap who standing was on, it's like, I'll be back in about half an hour. Because we were at the back of the show, which wasn't the best place, even he admitted that. But nothing could be done. So I went onto the roof, started doing magic on people. But I was kind of looking at their badges to see what they did. And there was one chap, and he was like, you fit the bill. Like, you're going to need this product. So I showed him a few tricks, and he went, what brings you here? And I went, oh, I'm working on this stand. Told him a bit about the product. And he went, oh, that's interesting. I said, look, come with me. I'll come and introduce you. So I bring him down from the roof and uh, introduce him to the chat and have a good chat. And I think it converted afterwards. But it gets people's attention, like, like I've mentioned before, and it's so important. I can get out there, I can talk to people. This is what you'll never get on like a... I'm getting so many emails at the moment going, oh, our shows are going online. And it's like, fine. If you're selling stuff that works online, fine. But what happens if you're not? Say, for example, you're a printer. You could have the best website in the world, but nothing beats actually seeing it. Uh, I remember I used to get my Royal Up banners from a place called Harrison's. Uh, I now use someone else. Um... But I still remember that company because they had them there and they had a big pinball machine. And if you could score something, like the highest score that day got a free banner. I didn't win, but I still remember it. And that was years ago. Um, so that's worth doing. What else is there? People talk about it. So the best thing that happens at a trade show normally is the after party. Because everyone chats. I don't stop talking about your company until I leave that convention centre or whatever. But I, I, I weave it in. So if it's a two-day convention, the big party's normally on the first night. So it's like, oh, look, this is the stand number. I write it down for them on the back of a business card or whatever, uh, and they come the next day. Or the amount of times that you go to other stands. It's like, don't forget, if you're working at a trade show, there are other stands there that might need your services without knowing about it. So let me go out talk to them before the show opens or whatever there's always time so that is my view on trade shows i think i'm just having a quick check for people now and rather me muttering to myself i'm gonna pause it and come back so i think that is everything about trade shows if you've got any questions uh either drop me an email uh, which is david at themagicman.london, all one word. Uh, or best bet, if you're on Instagram, just drop me a message on there and I will get back to you. Or do what some people do, which I love, pick up the phone, speak to me, and don't bite. Uh, anyway, quick time for a quick break. Uh, you'll have to wait and find out whether it's a story or not. Uh, and I will see you in a minute. Magic story of the week. So I thought I'd chuck in a quick random tune and then do the intro for the magic story. Uh, it's written by a good friend of mine called Howard. Uh, I can't remember his Instagram handle off the top of my head. So drop me a message and I will pass you on. He is a brilliant musician, singer, 
but he's doing jingles as well. So if you're interested in jingles, let me know and I will give you his details. So this week I couldn't decide which story to do, so I put it over to my Instagram followers. Uh, and it was a bit close to start with when I put it on uh, the next day. It was kind of the second you put forward in a story, people want to find out what it is. So the other story might be next week, but I'll do another poll uh, and you can choose. I quite like letting you choose. Um, but if you choose and it's not the one I want, <laughs> I'd delete it and just do the one I want anyway. Uh, <laughs> I shouldn't have told you that, but never mind. Here is uh, the magic story. So this all takes place in... Yeah, I'm gonna tell you where it happened. So, I had a friend who used to live in Monaco. It's a lovely city. Um, I think it's a city, isn't it? If it's not, don't call me up on it. It's fine. I just know where it is. And we went to the bar one night. And we're sitting there drinking. Chat behind the bar and knows me and stuff. But only knows me as Magic Man, as most people do. And I was showing him a few tricks. And the drinks were flowing. And there was a woman on the opposite side of the bar. Now, you've got to imagine this bar. It's... If you imagine a normal bar where you can see one side to the other, and there might be, like, I don't know, 10 foot between it. This bar is huge, and there's a big shelf in the middle full of all the most amazing bottles. Um, I don't know if there's anything in them. They just look amazing. And year on, year in, year out, the bottles never change. But I love it. Haven't been there for two years, so I hope it's still there. And there's a woman on the opposite side of the barn that must be... It's a good distance. I can't throw a card that far. And uh, I see her looking. So, okay. I'll go and talk to her later because she's looking what I'm doing with a pack of cards. And uh, my friend goes, I'm going home. So, you see you staying out? So, yeah, I'll stay out. I have no idea what time this bar closes. And I know for a fact I can't afford the drinks because I've seen the price list. I do magic, people buy you drinks, it's fine. <laughs> That's one reason to do magic. And my friend leaves and she's expecting me to go over. And it's like, no, 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 I'm gonna do a bit more magic for people. And she's not moving, but she is watching closely. And uh, after an hour or so, I go over and it's like, hi, I'm, I'm the magic man. She went, yeah, I know. I thought, oh, okay. I said, how do you know that? She went, I heard everyone calling me a magic man. It's like, <laughs> Of course he did. They, and uh, she went, like what were you doing? What were you teaching your friend earlier? I said, oh, I was teaching them how to cheat at casinos. It's, they've got all these eyes in the sky and everything, but the amount of stuff they miss is huge. She went, oh, can you show me something? She was like, yeah. Um, and I did some tricks and everything and showed her how to, like, switching cars. And she went, I just didn't see that. I went, yeah, well, we, we practice a lot. Uh, I said, so what... <laughs> so I said, what do you do? And she went, uh, I work in fraud. So, okay, whereabouts? And she went, at the casino, we kind of stop people cheating and everything. It's like, what? So, yeah. And uh, I was like, okay. She went, are you generally cheating or is it sleight of hand? I went, let's, let, let's call it sleight of hand. It's... Uh, it's better for you and it's a lot better for me. And uh, she's like, okay. And I taught her one thing. It's a switch that I don't use anymore. So I showed it to her and she kind of got the mechanics of it. 
tried it, but it, I spent years working on it. And she went, how come you taught me that? I said, because we don't use it anymore. She went, we? I went, I don't use it anymore. That's a, that, that's, um, that's a story for another day. It's probably not, because, yeah, I'm just not talking about the extra bit. <laughs> that's not what you are doing. If ever you meet me, I might tell you the extra bit. But there's a high chance I won't, for various reasons. And uh, she went, oh, I'm going to a party. Come along. I was like, okay. So I, I never turn a party down. And uh, we leave the bar. And uh, I said, is it far? She went, no, see that big boat? We're going on there. Like, cool. So we go on the boat. And, uh, well, we get to the boat. And she says hi to the chaplain. To this one. I was like, oh, this is a friend of mine. Cool, we just need his name. Uh, and one of the chaps on the boat knows me. I went, oh, it's the magic man. It's fine, let him in. So I end up doing magic. We end up drinking far too much. Uh, but yeah, just from grabbing her attention in the bar, it led to kind of a lifelong friendship, and I still call her on a fairly regular basis. So, uh, yeah, talk to people. No matter what you do, talk to people. You never know who they are. They might even be head of Ford at a casino. Uh, which reminds me, I've been going through my notebooks recently, and I found like my old notebook and all the gambling like cheating methods and everything, and there were some beauties in there, some of which I don't mind showing people. Um, so yeah, if you do see me out and about, ask to see some, I will show you. That is the magic story of the week. I hope you enjoyed it, I hope you enjoyed the jingle, and uh, part two is just about to come up, and that's all about, under the new rules, how you can have an event for 30 people within like a business structure. So, Grab a cup of tea or a beer, whatever you want, and I will see you back in a minute. Magic story of the week. So it's important to add this little caveat in before I continue with what I'm about to say. At the time of recording this, it is the 24th of September 2020. And this is going on the government advice that I've read and this is the way I understand it. If it's not, please let me know, and I will explain more at a future date. However, meetings for 30 people can still go ahead, and in hospitality, venues can become even safer. I'm not sure about the numbers, but last time I looked, it was for 30 people. Um, within, a within a COVID safe environment, let me just double check that. Uh, da -da. Yes. Yeah, a COVID safe environment. So, with that in mind, this is what I have in mind for events for up to 30 people. Because I don't think having a magician there counts towards your 30. Again, if I'm wrong, please let me know. So, for 30 people, what can you do? Well, it's a great way of relieving stress in the office. If you can't go out somewhere, why doesn't the entertainment come to you? Whether that's team building, we can do team building... With me at the front of the room, you on certain desks, socially distanced, I can teach you magic. I can teach you how to interact with people when you're out and about. Uh, that is important. Is that on my list? No, I just made something else that goes on the list. <laughs> there we go. Uh, so yeah, I can kind of work around, if you've got tables, as long as we're socially distanced apart, I can still work. I can also put on a mini magic show for you. So you can be seated two meters apart, whatever, 
I stand in front of you and do a show. I can also get you to interact with it as long as I keep my distance and stuff like that. So it's well worth watching because, right, I've said this in previous podcasts and I'm going to repeat it again because I think it's, this is my view, not anyone else's, but it's my podcast. I can say what I want. How many magicians have you seen doing magic shows on Zoom? Probably quite a few. How many have you watched? And of those, how many did you enjoy? And more importantly, did you, when I say did you enjoy it, did you go, yeah, that was good. Did you remember it a week later? Because I can go, I can almost guarantee that if you see magic live, it's going to stay with you a hell of a lot longer than if you watch it on a screen. Because um, I can get you to interact without getting that close to you. Uh, again, it's another great talking point, which the same kind of events kind of work well with trade shows. You can see how they kind of link over. Let me cross that one out before I repeat it. Um, it beats morale in the office because if if you're watching it on Zoom, you're not really talking to each other. You're just watching a screen. Well, then if I do it live and you enjoy it, you're going to remember it. You're going to talk about it when you get home and talk about it to other people. You're going to spread the word. It's like, oh, this was great. Um, so that's a little, a little tick. Uh, human interaction. And this is, I was reading an article the other day on face masks and the problems they are causing. And it's a problem that no one's really aware of in the grand scheme of things. Yes, it protects you. But a lot of what we say is non-verbal. Uh, seeing someone smiling, like the human interaction we get off people, so much comes from our face. And, and at the moment, a lot of that is hidden. Remember when you used to go for a meeting and you shook someone's hand, how good that felt and how weird it is now not doing it. Um, human interaction, it's kind of, we need it. It's a bit like a medicine. When you have that hug, when you do everything that involves kind of anything, you know what I'm on about. <laughs> I just can't say it on the podcast. Uh, we need it. So if we can weather the storm, get through this, and go back to how it used to be with interaction, getting you to handle cards. I'm quite happy to show you a card trick and get you to shuffle the cards or whatever, as long as you use hand sanitizer. But again, I will leave it up to you. Every event I do, I open up a new pack of cards anyway. Um, so it's not like the packs I'm using at the moment to practice for myself, they've been open quite a while. But it's fine because I'm the only one touching them. Anytime I've shown friends some magic, I've opened up a new pack. I've, I've got enough. <laughs> I've got more than enough at the moment. Uh, another point, I take up very little space. If you wanted to have a DJ, well, he's got to get it up to your floor or to your venue. Everything I do, including my stage show, fits in a little backpack. Uh, and I can move. So if you're planning to have it in one room and I turn up and it's like, oh, there's a problem. And it's like, can we do it in this room? Of course you can. You can move it to wherever you want. Um, especially with everyone at the moment. We're all on Instagram, kind of LinkedIn going, this is what we've done this week. How good would it look on your social media to go, we had a magician come in perked us right up. And it's just like, you want to boost people, you really do. Uh, we can have giveaways. So if you're doing an event for 500 people, or even 
100 people and you want to have little magic sets you give away to people, that's going to get quite expensive. If you're doing it for 13, it's a lot cheaper and it gives you something, it keeps your brain occupied a tiny bit. Um, if you want me, this goes back to trade shows again. If you've got stuff in your office that you want me to use for magic, as long as I get a tiny bit of notice, I can probably come up with something. Uh, there was one company that I did a team building exercise for and they do alcohol, like beer bottles and stuff like that. So I used the beer bottles as part of the trick. I was getting cards under them, inside them, whatever. Uh, another company did snow globes, or not just snow globes, they did like promotional stuff, but this was a Christmas team building. So I did a little show and then I taught them something. But I got a sign card inside a snow globe. And it's epic, it's like you shake it and you suddenly see the card appear. Uh, I will never be doing that trick again. It was a nightmare to do. <laughs> I've got to be so many snow globes trying to work it out. Uh, so yeah, if you've got any ideas of events for 30 people that you want to run by me, give me a buzz, talk to me, we'll see what we can do. Um, magic in the conventional sense isn't happening at the moment, but during lockdown I've been working on new effects, new ways of getting out there, trying it out on people, and some of it is just kind of, I'm a bit biased because I, it's me working on it. Some of the stuff is, is amazing. It really is. Uh, it's got to be seen to be believed. And if you saw it on a video screen, you might go, oh, I don't think that's what it looked like. How often have you seen magic on, especially TikTok or YouTube or anything now? And you know the reactions are almost too good. Uh, there's one going around at the moment. Remember when... Someone used to push a nail through their finger, but it had the nail bit had a little ring on it that went over your finger. From one side it looked great, the other side it didn't. The amount of magicians doing that on TikTok and social media and people going, wow, and the reactions, it's like they're looking directly at the gimmick. They can see how it's happening. It's like, don't rely on social media magic. That's why if you look at my Instagram, there isn't much. There's reactions and a couple of tricks. It's so much better life. Uh, moving on, because I think that's all we need to know. If anything else pops up, I will mention it in future episodes. Uh, any other news? Yes. So, you'll remember the other week I mentioned that I was looking into oils to use with meditation, and there was a company called doTERRA. Uh, the woman came around, explained all the different oils, ended up ordering some. They arrived the other day. So I've now got an oil in my water. It's actually really nice. Make sure you keep yourself hydrated as well during this. And don't sit at your desk for too long. 25 minutes is more than enough. Uh, 25 minutes and then walk around for like five or 10. Don't get stuck and try and set boundaries. So I now start work at nine in the morning and I'll make sure everything is done by five o'clock. If it's not done by five o'clock, I'll do it the next day. Because uh, otherwise, especially when you're working from home, you do a little bit after a little bit and all of a sudden it's nine at night. Uh, but that's why I'm in such a good mood today. That's probably why I sound a bit different because I've also got a diffuser in my room that's pumping oils into the air. Like These are 100% oils. If you want more information, let me know. God, I could have lots of calls over the next few weeks. Um, 
saying, yeah, that's what I've been up to. Instagram account to like, uh, obviously mine, to search for Magic Man London. Um, and if you like your food, like we all do, there was a girl, I mentioned her before, called Kate Ovens, who, if you remember Man Versus Food, she basically does that. She's a beast, but you wouldn't, looking at her, you wouldn't think so. That's good, my pen just went out. Hang on. Oh, that, that, that could be an into one in a minute. Uh, if there's any questions that you always wanted to ask me, keep an eye on my Instagram. At least once a week, I do an Ask Me Anything. It's normally a Monday or Friday. So find me a question, I will do my best to answer it. Uh, anything else? Magic merchandise I am working on, like packs of cards and stuff like that. Uh, is there anything that you fancy? I, I just felt, I like the idea of having like branded t-shirts, jackets, a few other fun stuff. That didn't make any sense, but never mind. Uh, anything else I need to cover? I don't think so. Looking at my whiteboard, it's now a complete mess because every time I talk about something, I cross it off. Uh, next week, we'll do a vote on the other magic story. So it's up to you. Uh, I think... I think that is about it for episode 15. I think it's a tiny bit shorter. I won't know until I edit it all and make it sound beautiful for you lovely lot. If there's any topics you want me to cover, let me know. And if I know enough about it, I will pass that on. Uh, yeah, enjoy the rest of your day, whatever day you're listening. Enjoy your day, whatever day you're listening to this on. Uh, one quick favour. You can get this podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts and everything like that. I am also on a website called Podchaser. So if you go on Podchaser and type in Magic Talks, you know what my logo looks like. Uh, click on that. If you can leave a review for a podcast, that would be great. You can either leave one for individual episodes or for the show in general. That is it for episode 15. Look after yourselves and I will see you next week for episode 16 of Magic Talks. Take care. God, I ran out of breath there. <laughs> Right, look after yourselves. I will see you next week for episode 16 of Magic Talks. Bye. Magic Talks. Magic Man London.